Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ten years after Lehman, Bitcoin and Wall Street are closer than ever. Good evening. I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from September 13th, 2018. So for today, Ethereum's next big upgrade is coming soon. BitGo just launched its own regulated custodian for crypto assets, and Foam's decentralized world map is now live. At the end of the show, we'll be speaking with Coindesk reporter Christine Kim about Ethereum's next major upgrade, which has been dubbed Constantinople. It's not as if the debate surrounding Constantinople and going into Constantinople is entirely over. But first, a word from our sponsor. Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford FinTech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. Saturday marks the 10th anniversary of Megabank Lehman Brothers filing for bankruptcy and starting the unfolding of the 2008 financial crisis. It's a notable time for the crypto community, since Bitcoin's pseudonymous creator Satoshi Nakamoto used the financial crash as an opportunity to display why his creation was so needed. Over the years, people have seen different things in Bitcoin, but for many, it represented an alternative to fiat currency issued by central banks, which had just fired up the proverbial printing presses again, and the fractional reserve banking system, which had nearly collapsed beneath a mountain of lending. But perhaps most of all, it promised to bypass the financial institutions the crisis had cast doubt upon. Still, Wall Street banks not only survived the crash, but in some cases they've grown bigger. And today, more than ever, legacy financial institutions are trying to figure out how to employ the technology Bitcoin created, and vice versa, crypto enthusiasts, once rebellious, have taken a more moderate stance, sometimes even welcoming the courtship between crypto and traditional finance. According to Cornell University's blockchain researcher, Amin Gunsurur, quote, it's turned out that undoing the Fed and replacing money as we know it is actually a tall order. And it has to happen in stages if it's going to happen at all. There's a lot to be had from playing nice with the existing system and making it better, end quote. Ethereum is getting ready for its next hard fork, dubbed Constantinople, which should execute in late October or even early November. Hard forks are now seen as a normal part of upgrading blockchain systems, although they can be contentious. Constantinople has proven to be just that. While some of the improvement proposals will fundamentally change the economics of the network, 
Stakeholders of all kinds are coming forward to discuss what's being done and how that will affect them. Overall, though, the proposals are expected to improve processing times for developers, introduce a fairer pricing for changes to smart contract data storage, make scaling solutions easier, and change Ethereum's economic policy. Coindesk reporter Christine Kim will join us later to talk more about this Ethereum upgrade. Crypto security startup Bitco has received approval to act as a qualified custodian for digital assets in the U.S. Back in January, the startup wanted to acquire the Kingdom Trust Company, a digital asset custodian holding roughly $12 billion worth of crypto. But the deal eventually fell through. As a result, Bitco said it was going to build its own custodian service. And today, its efforts have paid off. The custodian service Bitco Trust was approved by the South Dakota Division of Banking, allowing the company to offer institutional clients a regulated storage for digital assets. Under South Dakota regulations, the general public has 30 days to file an appeal against the decision. But if no appeals come in, BitGo will start operations once the 30 days has expired. According to Shala Ali, BitGo's chief compliance and legal officer, custodian services like theirs should be able to attract large market makers, who have, to date, stayed away from the crypto space because of concerns over custody. And finally, the decentralized application, or DAP, Foam, has officially launched its decentralized world map on the Ethereum blockchain. And on top of that, users have already begun populating it. Foam was one of the most hotly anticipated DAPs, having been developed after raising $16.5 million in an initial coin offering. Foam crowdsources location information in an effort to create a more reliable, distributed global map, as opposed to existing services like GPS. According to Foam co-founder and CEO Ryan John King, today's location services are too centralized and therefore are unreliable and vulnerable to attacks. In the first 24 hours after its launch, Foam users added more than 500 points of interest. Hi, this is Pete Rizzo, editor for Coindesk. Uh, we're just a week away from Consensus Singapore, our first ever. If you've been to ever any Consensus events, uh, you know that's a great place to learn, network, and grow your business. Uh, personally speaking, uh, for me, Consensus is a Super Bowl. Uh, it's a place where things happen, where the big deals are announced. Always exciting to attend and be a part of the atmosphere. Uh, so if you want to join us in Singapore on September 19th and 20th, uh, you can see more than 75 speakers, tons of industry announcements, and plenty of networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore on the 19th and 20th. If you want to register, uh, coindesk.com slash events. Now I'd like to welcome back to the show Christine Kim, who's been researching what Constantinople, the next Ethereum hard fork upgrade, means to all the various stakeholders in the space. Hey, Christine, how are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, doing pretty well. What can we expect to see change on Ethereum through the implementation of Constantinople? Yeah, so as an end user, you shouldn't really be expecting to see any big visible changes after Constantinople is released. A lot of these upgrades are pretty technical in nature and will primarily optimize the platform to run more efficiently. That being said, if you are a miner specifically, you can expect to see a reduction in block mining reward from three ether down to two. Okay. If you're a smart contract developer on Ethereum, you can expect to see a fair price a fair pricing scheme when updating or making changes to smart contract code. Okay, so what makes Constantinople different or even maybe trickier than some of the other Ethereum upgrades? 
Mm, that's a good question. So Constantinople is what's known as a hard fork, and they are, as you said, a bit trickier to implement than other upgrades. The key with Constantinople and any hard fork, really, is getting all or at least the majority of computers that are helping to support and run the Ethereum blockchain to upgrade together as a whole. This is why there's been several meetings and calls over the past months, simply ensuring that everyone's on the same boat, the same page, and willing to move ahead with the implementation together. Okay. And has there been a lot of debate on those calls and in those meetings? Definitely. Um, But luckily, consensus has been reached. During a core developers meeting call uh, late August, the final five Ethereum improvement proposals set to be included in Constantinople were confirmed. And for anyone listening who wants more details on those five, they can go to the Coindesk website. But I will say now, though, that it's not as if the debate surrounding Constantinople and going into Constantinople is entirely over. I suspect that some of those discussions, especially to do with reward issuance for Ethereum miners, will be ongoing even after Constantinople is released. Okay. Great. And then what's left for developers to do before they push out Constantinople? I think your article said it's either late October or early November when that's supposed to execute. Yeah, so I'll I'll unpack that a little bit because right now what most developers are working on is just testing the new code. Mm -hmm. Given that the content of what Constantinople is going to entail is now finalized, Ethereum clients such as Geth and Parity have to ensure that the new code Um, implement smoothly into their native code bases. They have to make sure that it's reviewed and checked by various parties and really testing it to make sure that there's no bugs and potential of the code breaking. So as you can imagine, it's still a pretty big job ahead, which is why I expect that we might not see final release of Constantinople until late October, sometime in November. Okay, great. Thanks so much. And you'll be keeping up with it, I'm sure, at coindesk.com. Definitely. Thanks. And you can follow Christine Kim's work at Christine underscore D Kim on Twitter. Late Confirmation is brought to you by Oxford University's Saeed Business School. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Saeed Business School. The 10-week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive intra- and entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. And you can find us on Twitter at Coindesk or me personally at BLR13. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Bailey Reitzel, and this has been Late Confirmation. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.